0: Dearly beloved, I just send greetings to all of you who have gathered today in the name of our precious Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. I am Reverend Dr. Lydia Waters. Some call me Dr. Mother. I am the senior pastor of Pacoima First United Methodist Church in Pacoima, California. Oh, and we are so happy that you have joined our worship. Now. Let us gather around and and prepare our mind and our soul and our body and our strength to hear a word from the Lord. Do you have your Bible? you have it in front of you? The book, the phone, or the iPad? It's all good. It's all good. And is there a smile on your beautiful face? Let's begin with a song of praise to the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. The words will appear. And so we're gonna join with our minister of music. One of my spiritual daughters has been with me for years and and her husband, one of my spiritual sons, Sister Hope Carr. And accompanied by her husband, Brother Darnell Carr. So let's sing praises to the Lord our God. When praises go up, you know what happens blessings come down.
1: Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good.
0: in your Bibles to the letter from the Apostle Paul to the church at Philippi. Philippians, Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 through 14. Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 through 13. And listen now for the word of the Lord. And let me just introduce this word. This word is a letter written to one of Pastor Paul's favorite churches uh, because they were so supportive of him. But listen, listen. He was in jail. He had been persecuted, beaten. He was a prisoner in jail. He was restricted. From going about doing what he had been doing. He was under guard all the time. And yet. In jail. He could write this letter. And at a time like this beloved. During this week. Coming up of Thanksgiving. When there will be a lot of hurt and pain. And we're all going through something right now. Let us listen. To what happens to a Christian who's going through. Listen now. The word says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I'm going to say, I say, Rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone because the Lord is near do not worry about anything but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your request be made known to god and the peace of god the peace of god which passes all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in christ jesus finally beloved whatever is true whatever is honorable whatever is just whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence and if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Keep on doing the things that you have learned and received and heard and seen in me and the God of peace will be with you. He says, I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at last you have Revived your concern for me, indeed, and you were concerned for me, but I had no opportunity to show it. Not that I'm referring to being in need, for I have learned, I have learned, Paul says, to be content with whatever I have. And I know what it is to have little, and I know what it is to have plenty. But in all circumstances, I have learned the secret of being well fed and of going hungry, of having plenty and of being in need because I can do all things through him who strengthens me. The word of God for the people of God. And now, what you pray with? Almighty and everlasting God as I come before Your people Symbolically knee bowed and body bent I come boldly before Thy throne of grace And I ask Father that You would allow the words of my mouth and The meditation of my heart Be acceptable in Thy sight, O Lord For You are my strength And You are my redeemer have mercy on the world today. As we give you thanks In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Our sermon topic for this day is the Jesus Joy Factor. The Jesus Joy Factor. Beloved, in our scripture... Paul the apostle says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say, rejoice. Ah, this word rejoice is a powerful word, so so powerful that many today just don't realize how powerful it really is. Oh, but I hope you will realize to be reminded of how powerful it is when you leave this worship today. Beloved. Usually, when you think of joy, you know, you think of being happy. Uh, But I want you to realize that there is a difference between joy and happiness. Or, to say it another way, there's a difference between having joy and being happy. Since the word rejoice means to have joy over and over, you need to understand the difference between joy and happiness. Listen. Happiness is a feeling, but joy is an attitude. Did you get that? Did you get that? Let me repeat it. Happiness is a feeling, but joy, joy is an attitude. Happiness is an emotional state of being, but but joy, joy is a spiritual state of being. Happiness depends upon what's happening around you. Joy does not depend on what's happening around you, but rather joy depends upon what's happening within you. Within you. In your spirit being. Happiness, in other words, is a way of feeling, but joy is a way of thinking and being. Joy of the Lord is a spiritual awakening. Oh, it shows It shows on your face and it shows through your essence, from your soul and your spirit comes joy. Ah, you know what? It's important. It's important in our spiritual nature as spiritual beings that we experience and know the difference between joy in the Lord and happiness in the world. Because when we find the joy of the Lord, that Joy stays with us no matter what. Because the real Jesus joy factor is something no person can give you or take away from you. I'm talking about Jesus joy. I'm talking about that Jesus joy factor. You can't buy it. You can't order it. You can't bargain for it. You can't borrow it. You can't copy it. You can't steal it. It's something you must Acquire from the Lord for yourself. And so this is our goal as Christians. This is our goal of Christians. We all want to be able to say any day and at any time. This joy, you know the old folks. This joy that I have, world didn't give it to me. This joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me. And the world cannot take it away. This joy we are talking about today is the joy that only God can give, and it manifests when we keep our mind stayed on Jesus and our eyes on the heavenly prize, no matter what is going on in the world or in our lives. Listen, I may be broke. I may be sick. I may be tired, lonely, sad, frustrated, need to lose some weight, go to the barbershop or whatever, whatever, whatever. But this is what I know. I know that the joy of the Lord is my strength and that in his presence there is fullness of joy. You know what I'm talking about. Say amen. Say amen. Listen, even in the midst of a pandemic, terrible things happening on every hand, beloved. Sickness and death everywhere. We need that Jesus joy factor today. The television news is full of all the bad things going on in the world today. Yes, people are suffering around the world. Yes, my prayer is going up without ceasing for healing and for relief. Oh, I'm asking the Lord to have mercy on us, even in this uncharted time of trouble. even in the midst of my tears, even as a Christian, I can still have joy because every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day before because God is good, and his mercies are new every morning. I can have joy because with Jesus, our troubles don't last always. Don't last always. Oh, things are going to change, and we'll get better and stronger as time goes on. But in the meantime, I'm asking Lord, infuse, saturate, fill us with your joy, that unspeakable kind of joy. That joy that only Jesus can give us. How can you say amen? I hear you. I hear you. It was this quality of spiritual joy. that Pastor Paul is urging us to have when he said, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Now, you must notice that Pastor Paul just does not say rejoice. But he says, rejoice in the Lord. We rejoice in stuff, but he a rejoice in the Lord. And so this brings us to one more difference between happiness and joy. Listen, listen. Happiness is rooted in external circumstances as long as things are going good on the outside. Then we have it. But joy, joy is rooted in a relationship with the Lord. This is why when we have genuine joy, Nobody can take our joy away. It's rooted and it's grounded in the Lord. Beloved, there's a saying that you have heard more than once. It says, it's not what you know. It's who you know. Some people, you know, they've lived their whole lives by that saying. Some people make their business to meet just the right people. They want to hang out at the upscale clubs. They want to volunteer for just the right organizations. They want to go to the churches where the movie stars might be. Oh, they love to let you know who they know. They name calls. But the problem with name calling is that there comes a time in your life, good God almighty, when even who you know does not help. Unless the person that you know is Jesus. (laughs) Listen, listen. I've been blessed to know some powerful, influential people in my life. Praise the Lord. But there have come times when the only one who could help me was not one of them, but the Lord. Because you must remember this. There's power. Uh, I said power. Just in his name. Say it. Say, Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Well, child of God, Pastor Paul had a real and living relationship with Jesus. And therefore, Paul's able to say to you, have no anxiety about anything, but in everything Everything by prayer and thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is coming up. Let your request be made known to God. Have thanksgiving every day. Do you see this in verse 6? What? Wait. Why did Pastor Paul say this? He said this because it don't make no sense to have anxiety about anything when you know the Lord as the living supernatural person that he is. Jesus is alive and well today. No matter what's going on in the world, Jesus is aware of every move. He's everywhere present. Jesus is all powerful. All things are possible with him. Jesus is is praying for us right now. Talking to the Father about none other than you and me. Praise your name. Remember now, worry and faith cannot live together. Amen? Amen. So, beloved, don't you realize that most of the things that we are anxious and worried about only need faith in God and prayer for God to fix. Listen, studies say that the average person's anxiety is about 40% on things that will never happen, 30% on things that have happened in the past and you can't. Do anything about it, can't be changed. 12% on the criticism of others that are usually untrue. People are jealous. They don't, they don't like what they can't do. And only 8% on real problems that must be faced and dealt with. Listen to that. We lose precious time in times of anxiety. And we all have experienced it. We all have. And so we must learn ways to let it go, let it go. And so I bind in the name of Jesus, the spirit of anxiety, right now. Be gone in Jesus' name. Remember when you were on your way to LAX or to DFW or Heathrow Airport and the Traffic was heavier than you thought it would be, and you, you, were, you were getting so anxious about missing your plane that you started sweating, and then you started praying, and then when you got there, when you got there, the plane had been delayed back in Meuse, Texas, and, and you had a two-hour wait. <laughs> Have you ever been so anxious about taking a test that you, that you started praying for more time because you knew that you were not ready for the testing? And when you got to the school, the teacher was out with a cold and the, the test was postponed. <laughs> Good God. Listen, listen, all of us who are parents can remember. I remember this. It still kind of makes me a little sad. I remember how anxious we can we can get when things don't go as planned and around picking up our children just for one incident. Well, well, I can remember when my children were young. They didn't have anybody to pick them up but me. And and I can remember crying and praying on the freeway because I was late from work and my children didn't have their keys and it was storming outside. (laughs) Only, I said only, to get home and find out that they had jumped up on the fence, that's what they told me, and they had gotten on the roof And they had climbed through the window and were sitting comfortably there they were in the house. Getting their lesson when I got there. And you know what? Until this day, I do not know how they did that. But this day, I know who did it. It was God and the angels. Won't he work it out? Won't he work it out? He'll work it out. Thank you, the Bible teaches us today not to worry, not to fret, and not to be anxious about anything. Just take it to the Lord in prayer and watch God work it out for us. Because all things, we just need to live this one today. We don't understand what's going on, but I'm going to tell you, all things the Bible says work together It's working for good. For those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. If you love the Lord and call according to his purpose, it's going to work out. We need to take our burdens to the Lord and just leave them there, boo. Because he'll work it out. And we must believe that he can. And we must have, we must know that he will. We must believe that God is real and that God cares about everything that's happening to us in this life. God says that. He says that he will perfect that which concerns us. God cares about everything. So, child of God, be anxious about nothing this coming Thanksgiving week. And listen, booby booby. Paul the apostle is sitting in a jail. I'm gonna say he's sitting in a jail cell, or writing this letter to the church in Philippi. Can you imagine? He knew what he was talking about. In jail, he writes, "And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus." The reason we have peace which passes all understanding, is because we have refused to have anxiety and fear. And so we must realize that we have a choice. Yeah, we have a choice whether to be full of anxiety and fear or full of peace. We can be full of peace, assurance, and contentment. Praise God there is a choice we can make. And we have to choose to have joy only. And we have to choose to have peace and not worry in our lives. Christian people, people are watching Christians. They're watching us today. This is our testing time. Oh, people know the trouble that you in child of God. People know that you have lost precious people in your life. They know that you were in the hospital for weeks. People know that you are struggling at home doing this lockdown. Uh they see you on Zoom they cannot believe the joy that you have. They can't believe the peace that you show. Because it's a joy and a peace that goes beyond human logic. It's joy unspeakable and peace that makes no human sense. You have had a spiritual A Christian called me, listen, the other day. Need to call somebody. And ask for prayer. She said she was dealing with anxiety. Now she knew as a Christian that she did not want to be anxious. So she made the choice to seek help to get rid of it. Believe it or not, we have a choice. Therefore, verse 8 says, Whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honorable, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are gracious. If there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, what are we supposed to do? The Bible says, think upon these things. Check your thinking. When it ain't good, delete it. Think upon these things. That's why you need to take some time away from the news. Spend some time with the Lord. Put some positive activity in your day. Meditate. Tap. Look up tapping. Pray. Declare and decree. This is the day that the Lord has made and I will. I will rejoice and be glad in decree it, now some of y'all, some of y'all might need to go to the doctor and get a happy pill. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. (laughs) Beloved, let's be clear. I'm not talking about the power of positive thinking. I'm talking about the power of God thinking. The Jesus joy fact. The way you think is only the light switch but it's God who supplies the power. Positive thinking is like flipping the light switch on. Negative thinking is like flipping the light switch off, but it makes no difference if the light is off or on, if there is no power there. But thanks be to God. God is our so it's in God never has a blackout, God never has a power shortage, God never has an overload, God never has a burnout, God's lines are never down. God never blows a fuse, God never has a short circuit. God always has power. Listen to me, listen to me. When I think God is able, he shows me that he is. When I think God will provide, then he shows me that he will. When I think God is good all the time, then he shows me all the time. God is always good. God is good all the time. And you see it. In verse 11, Paul says, I have learned in whatever state I'm in to be content." Oh, beloved, do you, do you hear that? He's in jail. You know, we can learn to be content, he says. He goes on to say, I, I know how to be in need, and I know how to be in plenty. And in all circumstances, I've learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger abundance of want. Well, Christian, you know, we ought to know the secret. Here's the secret. I'm able to face anything by the God who makes me able to do it. Paul says, I can do all things, not on my own, but in Jesus Christ who strengthens me. I want to learn that too, don't you? Let's learn it, let's learn it all. Oh, beloved God has given us the power to change our lives by changing the way we think. Wake up in the morning with an attitude of joy, claiming the day. Say this Tell yourself, this is the day that the Lord has made, and I will rejoice and be glad in it. Say, something good is going to happen to me this very day. Oh, say, say, all is well with my soul. Say it, say it. Any way you bless me, Lord, I will be satisfied. Say it, say it. I am more than a conqueror because of Jesus Christ is. The head of my life. Say, I know that all night and all day angels are watching over me and my children. Say it. Say, Jesus, Jesus, you're the center of my joy.
1: The center of my joy comes from You. All that's good and perfect comes from You. Lord, You're the heart for my contentment. Hope for all I do. Jesus.
0: Oh, child of God, child of God, I just pray that this word from the Lord has blessed you to have a wonderful And so now I open the doors of God's church and I invite you to become a disciple of Jesus Christ. It will be the most important thing you do. I don't know how people are making it doing all of this trouble. With us. And so we are
1: busy on our mission. A disciples oh recruiting Jesus Jesus, Jesus 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 this, Jesus 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 is the is my Jesus 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 to to you're the of the of my joy. Jesus Jesus Jesus
0: Jesus my Hear Jesus now, Mother. Stop. put your name on the church and give your tithes and your offerings and share your gifts and talents to God's church I'm going I'm to invite you to tell you what to do, go to our website and, and there you will find a form to join the church fill it out and we will contact you and on that same website you will also find a way to give so I invite you to go to P A C first, F I R S T, church at gmail.com. Go to www.pacomafumc.com also. And you know also I do that you will say amen to this service by hitting the thumbs up button and by subscribing. today, may the peace of God and may the joy of Jesus rest and abide in my soul.
1: Show!